about to be killer. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Ask a Black Woman. This is my kitchen. This is my beauty salon chair. This is my backyard barbecue. If you privilege, you sitting on my living room couch right now. You can ask me anything, anything, but you better be ready for an answer. And now I have the privilege of inviting some more black women into the room. So you're going to get not just me, not just double for your trouble, but to my surprise, you about to get triple that today. Today, my guest Nicole Blair came up in here, but she also brung a friend, but known to me, amen. And so I said, Friend, you can't be no flower on the wall. You're gonna sit in here with the Ask About Women podcast. You're gonna have to be on the air, amen. And so we're just gonna get into it, amen. Okay. Uh, let's introduce ourselves. Come on forward. Who are you? What you do? Holler at the people. Well, my legal birth name is Nicole Blair, but legal, I go by Nikki B, and um, I'm a comedian actress here out, out here in L.A., so I'm just doing my thing. Word, big bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm Ebony, and um, I'm just a friend. I'm just here with Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Ebony, a.k.a. I work in digital marketing. <laughs> Ebony with an I. <laughs> Ebony with an I. Listen. Whoop, and so they're here, and we just gonna like just, just throw some stuff on the table. Um, and my goal here is to always put what my sister is doing, amen. Now, I literally just met I, um, Ed, uh, Ed, Nicole for the first time at some networking event for black women at the Awesomeness TV studios and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just, I do, I'm kind of, I said, she hilarious. I ain't never seen her stand up, I ain't <laughs> never saw a YouTube video, but I just figured she'd be good to have on, mm-hmm. amen. Uh, regardless if she crack a joke or nothing. I just know good energy when I see it. So holla at me. I do know she fresh off the boat from the East Coast. Where you from? Uh, girl, I'm from the South. I thought uh, it was East Coast. No, you, I stand corrected. You know, they think it's the East Coast because of the way I look. Um, and my <laughs> hair and then the way I dress sometimes. And they're just like, mm-hmm. you from the Midwest of the East Coast. I'm like, no. I'm from Houston. Shut it. So, oh, wow. So she down from the South, amen. Mm-hmm. And she been here for a short while? Very short while. Um, I, let's see, almost a year, maybe? I don't know. I can't keep up because um, I'm still trying to get my life together here. So, uh, the hazing process. The hazing process yes. is it's uh, quite the haze. And uh, so, yeah, I've just been here. I came here on a wish, a dream, a prayer, crossing fingers, praying, crossing legs. And um, just, I came out here to be. Just to pursue my passion, making people laugh and bringing light to the big screen and bringing some more diversity because clearly it's something that I I used to believe that it was it's needed, but now I know that it's wanted, and so I'm ready. Oh, that's 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 a hashtag of sorts. I don't know. <laughs> used to think it was needed, but now it is wanted. That's a that's a difference, the mm-hmm. turnaround and. And what's going on? Ooh. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. no, but it's L.A. Ooh. Y'all something else. <laughs> we don't talk about it. Yeah. Sis, okay. Now, are you native here? I'm originally from the Bay Area, but I've been here forever. So. Okay. So, you're a California I'm girl. A California girl. Amen. Through through. I'm going to try not to have my lens on and stereotype of California girl. I'm but a you, California but girl. You, but you give off, like, good energy. Like, there's nothing. Mm. Oh, she's magical. I mean, I don't like let people up in my circle like that. Mm-hmm. So for her to even just come in the door with me, yeah, that, she's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's, so you you in good hands today. That's what I'm hands. talking about. 
Listen, so let's let's talk about um you know what because I um the mutual thing that we have is that we're technically rookies to, to LA in a lot of ways. Where are you from? I'm Chicago. Chicago. Proud all day. All day. All day. And um, but I've been here for like three years and I'm always eager to find out what people think about the social scene up in here. Without now, hear me. I'm, I don't have a problem letting people know I'll be forty in a couple of months. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know if it's because of the lens of me going on forty. I see things totally different, and I didn't come here to be kicking it and all that kind of stuff. But every now and again, I'd be like, "Ooh, this is pretty lame, Shanira. You probably should go out and try and go out." So, what do you think of LA's social scene, Fresh mm -hmm. Nicole? Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. I don't have that much of an opinion about it because I haven't been able to get out in it. Um, because of the haze process, yeah? Haze process. Okay, I understand. Same here. And That's like, part of it. Now, don't get me wrong. I tried Bumble what? for three weeks. Oh, the, the app? The, the dating app. Oh, tell, talk that. about the Bumble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> trash? It was trash. And I didn't notice. Mm. Like, I would say things. To me, I, I took it as, I'm just letting you know that, hey, if you want to meet up, we can go ahead and just meet up right now. But me saying that, they took it as hook up. Hook up. When can you give me some head? I'm just like, well, wait a minute. I wasn't talking about all that. I just wanted to see if you wanted to go out to dinner first. So, Bumble has been very interesting. Um, I get hit on by everything except for animals. So, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I think if they could be on there, I'm pretty sure a horse would be So, Bumble is not for the serious people. Well, it's supposed to be more serious than um, Tinder. Yeah. It, it's supposed to be a step up from Tinder. Because Tinder is like 100% hookup. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. I tried but, Tinder for like two hours. And then I got nervous. I was like, uh-oh, no. Mm. And then Bumble, they show you all these nice pictures. And you're like, oh, he looks... Okay. Qualified, or you know, he looks, you know, like. So they have good pictures. They have great pictures. That's interesting because I was like anti. Came in my feed had some good pictures. Never <laughs> listen. Like I never thought I would do like try online dating at. My one of my besties, she was on the online and stuff and everything, and it would be man. But you know, I said, Lord, this is the year. This is the year I am open supporting. Amen. And so I went to a prayer service at the beginning of the year, and this woman was like, He want to be married? I was like, Oh Lord, yes. And she said, um, Well, I'm gonna let you know. She said, girl, I met my husband on Christian Mingle. We've been married for two years, and he moved here from the U.K. I said, wow, Christian Mingle. Is that a sign? So I went and signed up for Christian Mingle. Mm -hmm. Please tell me How did that go? Because that's Lord. <sighs> okay, so it was... Well, first of all, I didn't get a lot of play. Now, I think my profile was bomb. I was up front. I didn't want no, no hanky-panky and yeah. nothing like that or whatever. And um, But it wasn't a lot of response for me. And they didn't have a lot of matches. Now, I don't have no... I'm a black woman, and I prefer a black man, but I'm open. Right, right. I'm open. And ain't going on 40. I can't help. I can't. Yeah, I need open. my choices. Yeah. So, um, but it wasn't rocking and hopping. It was Now, here's the other thing. That's why I brought up Christian Mingle, because of the pictures. Mm -hmm. Listen. Why, 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 why we got these crazy, uh, why do you have a, your profile pictures with you and other people? Mm -hmm. I need to see you in your best day. Like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, okay, what's your Sunday suit? What's your I'm going to the store look? Mm -hmm. Okay, you walking it up. Something, but it's like, a, oh, is this a picture from 1999? 
Like, it's it's bad pictures. So I just diss everything that was a match because it'll tell you, oh, you a 99% match mm-hmm. and stuff. But if your picture whack, I was like, eh, take it right. off my lookbook, take it off my lookbook. Right. But So I canceled my subscription after 30 days. I did. And then what's so interesting, like every other day right now, it always tells me that someone is checking you out. Right. I'm not, you know what? Because here's the thing. Is it do you have to pay for Christian Mingo? Yes, you do. Okay. Twenty nine ninety nine, baby. And salvation's free. <laughs> He paid it all, oh, but not for the. But not for Christian. Now listen, I feel like okay. So when I realized, in order to respond and to go deep into profile, I had to. So I said, let me just go and cough up the little thirty dollars or whatever. Yeah. But they, I, it will tell you someone's interested in all this kind of stuff. But I realized the same people are interested, but they didn't send me no message. Why? Because in order to send me a message, you got to pay. So I, you might okay. I'm not worth the twenty nine ninety nine. Don't forget it. And that's how it went. That's the price of one Bible. I feel like the dating sites, too. I feel like men. So I was married for. I got divorced this year, at the top of the year. Mm. And I was married for almost seven years. And I just feel like the dating scene has changed so much. I feel like men now. Hi. I'm older, I'm 36. So I. I feel like when I was young and dating, men would approach you. This is they true. Would, you know, they would pursue you. I it feel like true. men now kind of hide behind technology. So they don't approach you or, you know, when you when they do approach you, they want to text all day. I'm not trying to text with you all day. Pick up the phone. Call me. Ask me out. And also, when you ask me out, don't say, what you doing? Or uh, where you want to go? No. Can you... Can you be, take initiative and be like, I want to take you out. I'm going to be there to pick you up at 8. Yes. And you have a whole plan. You an actress. The yes. Fringe Festival is all over town. What all say we up. kick it in the wee hole and go to one of your little veggie grill restaurants? So, I just feel like the apps have kind Keep of dumbed it. down dating. Because you put your whole profile up there. So now you've like started this conversation without ever having to have a conversation. Because they done read your profile. They know what you like. They know what books you like. They know what kind of food you like. They know where you like to go. You know, it kind of takes all of that fun of getting to know someone in person when you first start dating. And every time you go out, you learn something new about each other. It kind of takes that away. So I don't know. The the, the apps and the dating sites to me have, they've they've definitely helped people. It, It has broadened like your reach. Because you can meet people that you never would have encountered in your personal life, but it has also taken away some of that beauty. I think it, I'm thinking dating. more of it. If you were already a punk before the you, thing, just an extra punk. Oh now. my gosh! And you know I what? The guy, Lord keep just, keep uh, made the Lord watch between me and He. I that's cool. Be a, mm. <laughs> I, don't know, I just I think it just hinders people just a little bit. Not a mm-hmm. little bit. Just it's like almost, they don't have to work. You don't have to work. You don't go out the house. Yeah. And you say you're going to meet up, or you're going to do that, and then you never end up going, like, what is the purpose? What are you doing? Like, it's almost like you're playing video games, or, and you know, you're just talking to them through the headset of TV, whatever they, they do these days. And yeah. they just, so yeah. what are you doing? Or, you, you, you like, is that the movie you're going to make? I didn't come here to play games. Yeah. I, I came here to meet people. That's what we're, that's what humans yeah. do. So... I kind of just dating has changed. It's so different, and 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 the internet and the apps and the dating sites. And this is coming from a native, because I a couple of because I'm divorced too. How long I been divorced? 
Oh Lord, damn! I've been divorced for eight years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, but then I was trying to blame it on me being here for three years. So I'm like, is it LA men? Or and you know, LA I men are know. extra special. Though. I will say, okay. LA men are extra special. I will say that because okay. there's a listen. LA is full of beautiful women because beautiful women from everywhere yeah. come here to pursue their careers right. in acting, modeling, <clears throat> whatever. So there's a lot of beautiful women here. True that. Well, yeah. and, and, and men know that. Mm. And so I, the men here are, are extra special because they want all of it. They want to sample all True. of that. All of that beauty, they want to sample all of it. And so, I mean, it's been like, that's since I was younger. That's the reality check. Get it, mm, but yeah. it's like I, the other day I. Who's it? Well, Abby knows I like older men. And I'm with it. I will date your daddy if he fine. <laughs> there is a mm, a man I worked for at the church. Well, I, if I mm, I don't hope they think that like listening, <laughs> but I was in a play when I first got here. The director. That man is fine. <laughs> In his 60s? This man was 62 and he told me I, I was too old. I was like, He told you you were too old? For him? Yes. He was 60? He said, I'm not playing, y'all. Say, well, huh? I had me second guessing myself. I'm like, hold on, let me look in the mirror. Like, What's going on? Because I was like, I'm 36. I was like, it has to be an LA thing. It has to be an LA thing. And pick of the litter. Girl, these girls out here, if there are, it's everywhere you turn, it's somebody. And listen, I'm not. Hey, yeah, at all. But. This is no judgment, but I mean, the women out here are putting in work. To, it's like if you spend time in Miami, you get the same thing. Mm-hmm. The women are banging, True. hair down their back, banging body, booty, boobs, tiniest waist. They spend all day at the gym. This they look true. bomb. Like I'm not yeah. hating, but if I'm a man, I'm like I'm not trying to lock nothing down because I want all of that. Gotcha. Oh, love it. And the sixty year old has said no. Oh, okay. well, you know. I, I think I could at least snatch a good 50. And that's <laughs> disgusting because my dad and my mom are in the 50s. They were young making kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I would never think, like, oh, I would date. Like, my, my dad was my dad, though. But I'm thinking, like, my, like but a good type 50? Kids are grown. Ow! <laughs> Girl. And I'm hoping, for the most part, he's done with all that. Yeah. He's tired of all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because what's fascinating to me, though, what is, but I just, I've struck them off all the time. The year 20s, because I'm not, it's funny to me, but I shrug them off. Because I have no, yeah, you cute, yeah, you, uh, I just, but I have no, I have, they do, they fascinated with it. Are you really 36? Like somebody asked me that three times. I'm like, okay, let's not keep harping on 36. We understand here, okay? <laughs> but I feel like you, you I, probably because if you're, and this is an assumption I don't know, mm-hmm. but if you're in your 20s and you're a young man, you, you see a woman that got her shit together. By the time we get to this age, you you, you got your shit together. Yeah. You got your own you shit. You got your own place. They you got your own car. I did up until last year, like three years ago. I look it, but I'm in transition too. So sometimes, in some ways, my life is almost mirroring something of a 20 some year old because I didn't pursue the thing I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I did the standard corporate, married, house, that kind of thing. So he'll get his 
and get his mind messed up if he messed with me. You know? <laughs> I'm just saying because I, you know, but it, unless his name is Kofi, then we can work it out. That's it. Huntia. That yeah. is all. Plus, he likes he likes older women. Now, for Kofi, that might be a 30-year-old because he's just, what, 24? He so handsome. He's 24? All of them. I could change the mind. A little fun? A little fun? I, no, I'm going to need him to get all that out. I'm pretty sure he's having a lot of fun. Um, but I, you know, all the fun, all the fun, <laughs> I, you know, no, I'm talking well, about for me and him, like, you know, like we just going to have a little fun and then whatever happens just happens. And then I just, 24, he's a baby. I can find myself saying quite often, come here, little boy. Come here, what you doing? What you doing? Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, and then ooh. I'm going to be afraid to get into an argument because if he tells me, you know what? I can't do this. You're literally too old for this shit. I'm going to have a fit. I don't need anything to remind me that I am older. Oh. You know what? I, you know what? Would, my thing is, because you never know with the young person if um, they are the let's make a scene type of argue person. Oh, At this age, so I don't even get down like that. No. It was what no. would freak people out. Is because I'm such a talker and I'm so communicative. When I'm quiet, it throws people That's off. Me. Are you mad? That's me. No, I'm just. I could. I could be, but I could be just chilling, yeah. uh, tired, and so. But for my young 24 year old husband, 24 <laughs> <laughs> year old husband, you don't. No, I get quiet too. I will get quiet on it's you. Gross. I'm not gonna argue with you. I just give you the silent treatment. I'm quiet, but I got jabs. I just come with the jabs. Jab and quiet. I don't say nothing. I think that's, that that drove my uh, ex-husband crazy because I, I have no respect for a man who don't know how to control himself. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be loud and crazy, especially when every, emotions are high, nothing's going to get accomplished. So what's the point? Your point is to hurt me. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, I tune you out. I will leave you standing right there. And it just made, and, and it, it drove him crazy. And that's for a man to not be in control, I don't feel secure. I think Ooh, the best that's, thing mm-hmm. to do is just to get quiet and just let them finish or mm-hmm. you just walk away. Because mm-hmm. I don't do scenes. I don't either. Unless it's in the bedroom somewhere. But. A bedroom scene? A bedroom <laughs> or the kind that gets you paid in Hollywood. I'm not. Or, you know, I don't hear anybody say cut. You know what I'm saying? But otherwise, I'm not about to do this out here. Mm-hmm. And I 100% agree with you. I'll just look at you and be like, just let me know when you're done. And then we can talk about it later. Otherwise... But there are yeah. people who, if you don't yell and go go with them in that manner, they honestly feel like you're not emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. I had a good friend years ago, and she was a little older than me. I actually looked up to her as a big sister, and we were having a disagreement, and she began to yell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In your face, what the, like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I mean, and that. Mm. I'll talk to you tomorrow. No, we gonna solve this, but we ain't solving a damn thing. And I that's that's the where I left it. I was amazed. I was like, no. So but I, women and men, there are women and men out there who feel like you blowing them off if you don't go there with them. Or it's just okay. something that they're totally used to. Because like I start picking at people's like brain, like what's going on? Is this something that you grew up watching? Is this and see that's when they really want to hit me? I'd be like, I just need to know, like, did you watch your dad and mom here like this? Or, because I had one homegirl who said that she thought her husband, when, when they were dating, she thought he was weak in the beginning because <laughs> he did what we say we would do. He would she fight would, back. Yeah, he would not fight back. And she thought, what the hell? And, like, she really struggled for that. And well, she struggled with that. 19 or something? That's some, like some little kitty stuff that no, people we do. No, we were in her 20s, but she used to date a guy mm-hmm. 
they argued all the time. Mm. He brought out the worst in her, and he caused her to be on that level all the time. He was cheating on her all the time. And then, like, she, you know, she didn't know what was going on. She'd go up to his house. She'd beating on doors, trying to break it down. Just... And Sounds like an R&B, R&B love song. You get used to that dysfunction. It becomes mm-hmm. your normal. Yes. And so you like, okay, so you out here doing the windmill in the middle of the street. What do you want me to do? I am getting grown. Like, I'm not about to sit here and fight you in the middle of the street. What the like, hell is we doing here? Now, if I got to fight you in the middle of the street, then look, it's bad. You know, it's but terrible, otherwise, yeah. no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So, mm-hmm. um, is the talent agent. But, um... I'm, yeah, I'm need she got to check sure. on me. She'd be like, did you do what I asked you to do? And I'm like, uh-huh. Hers. And then I got to run home and do some more videos. But, um... Yeah, no, no, no. When she told me that, I was just like, that makes a lot of sense. Dysfunction. It's just a lot of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. People are used to it. And it's easier to revert to that than to actually sit down and listen or talk things out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just... It takes a lot. So, um... Yeah, I just... And I think that's one reason why I'm just really kind of, I'm not necessarily scared. I'm very cautious about jumping into another relationship. I haven't dated in a long time either. Mm-hmm. But then I see, I just see things and I'm like, uh, nah, we ain't gonna go down that route. You know, just warning signs. The warning signs. I don't know none of that. I'm not the kind of chick that will go out on a date with somebody and and Sorry. ignore <laughs> something. I don't have to go out on date two and three to, oh, let me just see how this goes. Mm-mm. Listen, I still want to have my son power. And so I can't be stuck on the first day. It's, thank you. No, I think I have the choice. <laughs> well. Right, hold you over. You ain't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> Lord, I, I had a very real discussion with the father, and I said, I, mm, I, we going I'm, to, I'm ready. Can you send them now? Please. Because, mm, I want real sex. Yeah, that that's part. it, right? That's it. Real sex definitely beats any other not sex. Real sex. Yeah, not real sex, but you know. I I had be I had made a post. I was very transparent. I said, "This is what I told the people." I said, um, uh, uh, "Remaining uh, sexually pure is very hard, even after four and a half years of celibacy." That's my truth. Um, I don't care how saved you are. I just had to say that. That's where I am. And I had to put that out there. And normally I would have kept it because every, every now and again, uh, my body lets me know, oh, we are still woman. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> nope. It's summer and I'm feeling myself. Oh, my God. Woo, woo, woo. But I, I, normally I would keep it to myself, but I just thought I would just tweet it and let, yeah. it, let it fall out. And I, surprisingly, people weren't all in the comments with the dumbness. They were like, hearts. Yep, girl. Yep, yep, yep. No, and that's good. That's the perfect example of speaking your truth because you never know who you're helping. And, like, for me, being Christian, like, it's been a year, a year and four months for me. And some days I'm like, all right, we got this. The next day I'm like, okay, I'm about to tear a wall off. Oh, of like, tear Jesus. The wall, tear the wall off the wall. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, and it's a constant battle going back and forth. It's like, okay, I'm trying to but I'm just saying, like, oh, come on, come on. Like, why would you give me these feelings? And I'm, you want me to just... The challenge is real. So, Very. um... And that's why I'm just like, well, I can't lock myself in the room to save everybody else from me. So, uh... <laughs> I, I just... 
<laughs> Lord. Mm. So you just have many conversations with yourself. Plenty. Plenty. Only on the inside. Can't do it outside. So nobody think you're crazy. And then um, just take it day by day. That's the only thing I can think of. You take it day by day. You go ahead and just do your thing. And then if you decide that that's what you want to do, don't beat yourself up about it. Like, it's just... Do what's best for you or, like, what makes you... I can't say what makes you happy, because sometimes some things that make people happy are not good for them. them. Let me ask you guys a question. Sure. Do you guys... So, clearly, like, I'm native, so I have a social circle here built Mm -hmm. in. So, I am dating someone now that I met through my social circle. It wasn't very hard for me to... Meet someone new because, like I said, built-in circle, circle. We're going out all the time. We know a lot of people. Mm. I've been here for a long time. Yeah. But for you guys being new, what, like, are you guys getting out or, because mm. I, no. I, and we I talked haven't. about the online dating thing, which I yeah. think is easy for people to just kind of jump into. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've. Like I said, I'm a little bit older, and so I am, like, a big advocate. I tell I have a friend. She's dating someone now, but we were both single at the same time. And I'm like, girl, we're not going to meet nobody in this house. We got to go out. Now, that's my my friend Christy is the one like you. Yeah. She has to remind me of that or whatever. Yeah. And so I have to come out with the planner. <laughs> I'm like, you guys got to In June. Okay, we're going to try those days. <laughs> You, and then here's the thing. It's so hard-pressed to get me to do something at the last minute. Yeah. Chanel is like that, too. Though. You got to just get oh. out. Listen, I'm sitting on Sunday night with the planner. And if it's not written in the stone, I'm, uh-huh. don't be surprised if people get texts and stuff from me like late Sunday night going into Monday morning because I'm lining it up. Mm-hmm. Don't respond Thursday night. <laughs> oh, no. I'll, listen, here's a Chinese secret here. <laughs> I will say no just because, even if I don't have nothing going on, because I'm not mentally prepared to do the thing. You just got to get out, though. Because, like, I'm saying that because neither one of you guys are from here. I need to get out. So you guys have to get out. And, you know, there's a lot of things to do here. I'm trying it. Here's the joke. Let's let me switch it up. The atmosphere with our last four, five minutes. Amen. So check it. Um, For the new hair, Christy said, girl, we got the debut this hair. So I get spurty and we go on the event, right? And we see the things and we see the silent party and what captured us, you know, in our generation. Mm, Let me tell you something. So it said old school, mm -mm, me and my friend Christy, who's a native. And uh, so we go and look and it says old school hip hop and R&B. Hey, I can do that. And so we go to this place called The Parlor on Melrose. Mm Parlor's a really nice venue. I like the parlor. And so we're doing a silent party for the first time. We might have stayed in that place all the 15 minutes. You know what? Well, the silent party, you're not going to be because anybody It was talking. weird. So every it, it really felt like it was a generational thing. Like everybody was really into it. They had phones. But what, what was bad about it, they had the three stations and their rendition of old school hip-hop was like early 2000s it was like your jeezy <laughs> stuff and all, you, you know like that um back that ass up. but like it was more and all three I mean, djs were, were playing those like always the same kind of vibe no 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 
I, I need I need you to throw in some old school some comments, 90s, some nods. I need you to bring it to the East Coast. I need yeah. some late 90s, at least mid 90s or something. Yeah. That's my version of hip hop. We were out of there in 15 minutes. The highlight of our evening was walking down the street to Tattoo Ramen and getting us Ooh, the food. Yes. Ah, that was it. it. We shut down at um, Winters. But don't give up. You know, I'm not. That was just wiggity wiggity whack. Yeah, Amen. You think about it, even though I said like, like to go, but if you think about it, you're going to a party to put on headphones, not to talk to somebody and to listen to. Yeah. Like, how are you socializing? No. Like, not. It, yeah, and I was like, who's talking about But you know is? what? They were in it, and people were dancing. Yeah. I guess because they all knew they had the same song because of the color. Yeah. But it was still whack because I love to dance. If we didn't have them freaking headphones on, I would have told some up if they played the, ro- the right song. I don't care. I get down. Yeah. But it was just weird because I feel like having the music out, the energy is different. Right. Yeah. And it's it's it was so strange. Strange. It was strange. It's That's for them. I have not done one. That's hilarious. But I would like to. <laughs> just to I see what it's about. It out. My friend went, Nene went, and she she looked like, I mean, she was posting it on her Instagram. Yeah, yeah I saw it. Yeah, I she, saw it, it looked like she had a blast. Check it. Um, we are wrapping up already. Look how fast it goes when you got black women in the room just shooting a Willie Bobo and stuff like that. I hope you guys were blessed with my uh, my guests, Ebony and Nicole up in here and through here. We didn't really get too much into what you like, your comedy thing and stuff like that. Um, but you got to let the people know what you do, boo. What, <sighs> what you do doing? Do? What, where, where to follow you at? I'm all this sort of thing. I came here because I just paid my, I was just telling Ebony, I just registered my car. So, um, let it marinate. I was like, okay, you're not really gonna make that much money off of comedy right now. <laughs> See what openings they have at the strip club Tuesday afternoon because we are not LA ready as far as the body goes. <laughs> a couple of dollars here can probably go a long way, but, um, <laughs> girl, Her. I need me a zaddy now. But, um, no, so I'm actually doing a stand-up or doing a set on at the Comedy Union off of West Pico. The Comedy Union. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I couldn't think of the name the other day because my mind just is all over the place. But it's on Tuesday the 12th. Um, Starts at 8 o'clock p.m. And uh, a couple of my friends and I were just going to get on stage and kind of rock the thing out. And then um, working on a film... Well, I actually got my first role in a web series, so I'm pretty excited about that. Congratulations. Man, so you're going to give us the info so I can put in the commentary. It is now time to shut oh. it down already. Oh. Yes. So thank you, Nicole Blair and friend Ebony, yes. for blessing Ask a Black Woman. Thanks for listening, guys. Holla. Bonus segment, Nicole and Ebony are still here. We got like five, good five more minutes and stuff. Okay. Ebony, you was um, saying? I was distraught when Trump won, not because of him personally, okay. because he's just one man, one person. I was distraught because of what I felt like it meant for our country, mm-hmm. like what it brought out in people, what it um, revealed, something that we as black people knew was there. Mm-hmm. We knew that racism was alive and well. We knew that bigotry was alive and well. We knew women as women, we knew that sexism was alive and well. But I think that this particular election cycle allowed it all to bubble up to the surface. Um, And it, you know, we are an idealistic country. We are a country that other people look at 
um, as being this aspirational nation. Um, and I felt like it killed a lot of that. It, it diminished who we were um, as a country. Um, and it, and it's, it wasn't a secret to us. Like I said, for people who are minorities, and I'm using air quotes when I say that, we, kn we knew what it was. But for all of the people who didn't know what it was, they, it was like we, were, we aired all our dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, it, was, it, was, it hurt mm -hmm. to see who we were as a country on display. Um, even though I knew what it was, it was almost like I, as an American citizen for, for a period of time, um, and I say this all the time about like our, our generation, unlike our parents' generation, since we were not on the front lines, we have enjoyed the fruit of their labor, and we've been able to kind of stick our head in the sand um, and just kind of like live our lives, you know, like we, 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 we battled um, or we struggled and we encountered racism. We encountered it, but not to the extreme that they did. And so we were able to, like I said, stick our head in the sand. Mm -hmm. and, and all of a sudden it was like, boom. <laughs> like, guess what? All of the things that your parents dealt with are alive and well, and you're about to deal with them head on. And it just like, I feel like, even though I knew what it was, it was like a wake-up call. Like it was, it was painful. So it wasn't about Trump. It was about what Trump represented. He is one person I could care less about him. Mm -hmm. It was about what he represented in our country. And no, I mean I agree with the um, the whole idea about uh, he's one person, and that. Our generation is doesn't have girl. I understand it doesn't have we don't we didn't have it perfect, but we did have it a little better. We yeah, were able to better. walk around a little bit shielded. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just that I'm calloused, but I just um, none of this faced me. I'm, I was never shocked about the uprisings or anything. As a matter of fact, it I welcome it. Just like I don't when pe when stuff hits the fan about oh this person of note that happens to be white says something offbeat racist and then they make them come back with oh, this generic apology. Me. I don't and I, it don't surprise me and I don't want your little fake ass apology either. And that's how I feel about the whole um, the whole uprisings with the people like with the what was them them the people them students in Virginia with the mm -hmm. the torches yeah. and all that kind of uh, stuff. I'm not surprised. And I think that if nothing else, um, what he represents and people bringing it up, it, it should light a fire under us it as should. a people. And I, like I said, I, I, I wasn't, quote unquote, disappointed, been disappointed in America. Yeah. yeah. And, and so do you guys remember um, when Michelle Obama did her speech? I, I feel like it was in the primaries. And she said something to the effect of like, Disappointment in America, and do you guys remember that? I no, can't remember I her exact words, but, but she said disappointment. It was, it wasn't. I don't even know if she used that term exactly. So sentiment was there, but the sentiment was mm -hmm. to the effect of like we need to make America better, not make America great again. But it was like <laughs> disappointment in the country, and you know, it was like it was hopeful, but people like they came down on her, like we're the best country ever. Like how can you say that? And blah 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 blah. And I I feel like prior to this election, there were a lot of people out there who really were wearing blinders 
Absolutely. They, they just, in their heart of hearts, they believe that we were the great country. That that's we a lot. To be. Like I just feel like the, all this whole masquerade and like, oh, I got my, I got, uh, I'm friends with black people. I'm friends with white people. I am at a place now. Two things that matter to me most. I can't. I don't. I don't want to be friends with white people who can't really truly understand how pro black I am. And I mean pro black in the sense of, listen, I don't need your friendship if it don't. Uh, if that if you don't vote black. I don't need your friendship if you don't protest with me against brutality. I don't need your friendship if when you are at home at the dinner table with your all-white family, when you kicking it with your all-white friends and shit come up, there's a joke about a black person, and you know in your heart is the hearts that shit is off. But if you don't check them, Mm-hmm. I don't need your friendship. I don't need it. I don't need your friendship if you don't support policies that support my people. So I don't, the whole aspiration of America that we were great before this dude came along. No, nah, these policies, nope, not at all. And so I don't, the fact I was able to walk around in any kind of capacity and feel like, protected when when you look at the year over year progression of black people especially when it comes to money and and how we live is most like most circumstances even though we've progressed in some ways as overall as a people is no better than it was 50 years ago so i like i don't care i don't care yeah it just i think it just i don't know like i said i knew it was there yeah but it just it's still it just it just you like, I guess I like to think that. I like to think that. I like to think that people got some sense, but no, I people like ain't think, got no. But they like don't. People don't got no sense. Wait, they don't because our people will get harassed, they will get beat down, and people will stand around and look. Mm-hmm. People will diss a black woman quick and won't nobody say nothing. That's inside the race and outside the race. Ain't that yeah. some crap? And these, uh, it's just money, right? Yeah, now. I don't mm-hmm. know. These, these, this shit, we're not going to even talk about the shootings, but it's like, what is I tell you something. I just said this. Oh well, I, I definitely gotta wrap it up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's like, oh. I put it on my vote. Uh, I did a voting part podcast um, mm-hmm. episode. I just dropped today, and I said um, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. On the when, first of all, on the ballot, they had like a uh, hundred people running. You know, on the thing thing, and it was only one black person that was running for governor. Happened mm-hmm. to be a sister, and she in her verbiage she alluded to. I know she was saying she was alluding to reparations. I was like, yes, sister. But as I read. I read all the candidate statements for everybody and everybody's campaign message that could pay for enough verbiage in there. They always said the same stuff, um, jobs and health care and affordable housing. Oh, but I'll tell you what else is when they talk about demographics of people that they're going to be rallying against, it would be LGBTQ. No one specifically said anything about black mm-hmm. or black lives matter or anything like that. And so I listen. If you're not gonna be on the ballot talking about my people, that's not a vote you're gonna get. Not there. I, I don't need. I don't need your friendship and your aspirations. I don't need your your cheerleader. I have the savior for that. You don't know how to get around the corrupt system. Don't, you know what? Let's talk about the LGBT. you know the what's what's gonna what's gonna get around the corrupt corrupt system. What what they really went after um, uh, Martin Luther King for when he started talking about. Uh, economic um, empowerment. Mm-hmm. So as long as he was talking about dreams, aspirational stuff. Right. Because it keeps on running the cloud. That's fine. But when he started talking about black people, we're going to have to get that finance together so we're not begging and enslaved. Mm-hmm. Because it takes you out of the cloud and then it takes you out of, I would like to think that y'all are with us when you're really not. Right. And so now that you've taken that cloud out of the way and I see it, 
then it's like, oh, we gotta shut it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was hard. And it's, it's hard. It was hard. I, it, it was, yeah. it was difficult. I, I guess the light at the end of the tunnel for me is that, and now I really know. Right. That's the thing. That's what it is. I love it. That's what it is. If you really call me a nigga, when you walk in a... Because it means nothing to me. It really does. It means absolutely nothing to me. These are the only words that you're only... That you're able to come up with to call me. Or, you know, the typical, you call me a monkey. Excuse my language, but what the fuck ever. I don't care. I know I'm not a monkey. But you're so stupid. The only thing you would come up with is, oh, you know, you look just like a monkey. Okay, that's four million thousand years old. Like, come up with something else. Come up with something that might actually be true. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a monkey. I don't know what you are. You probably don't even know what you are. But I'm just saying, like, those words, the things that they're using, I'm just like, it doesn't phase me anymore. It's just like... Well, you probably had a troubled home anyway, so I'm not even going to worry. I feel like everything is stemming her. Now, I thought literally, if I want to be dumb, I'd be on some dozens with them. You feel me? Yeah. I can be petty with you as much, but I don't have time to even care to be petty with you. Listen, are you recording this? Is there coin involved? Mm -hmm. Okay, then. All you got is monkey? Okay. Well, Listen, y'all just got a bonus um, extension here. We just was off the cuff with it. You know, just some black women, you know, hanging out in the room, um, tired after the day job. Amen. You know, I think, you know, when, when you didn't put in hours for the man, you 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 are unfiltered. You just don't lay your burdens down. And I appreciate y'all being open and honest. Y'all could be anywhere on a Friday evening in Los Angeles, but y'all shared your time with me. And everybody on the Ask About Women listening podcast. So, thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.